Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is known for playing Eliza in one of the North American touring casts of Hamilton. In fact, she was actually my first Eliza Hamilton that I got to see. My guest today is Hannah Cruz. So first things first, you are Elsa in Disneyland. And I'm very jealous of that. So <laughs> what was it like playing Elsa and Frozen at Disney? Um, it was interesting. I, uh, I did not know what to expect at all. Um, and when I came in, it was a really weird uh, rehearsal process. Like I was the only new person. So I would kind of just, and Disney is like still like a corporation. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's, it's under uh, AGVA, I think. So it's not equity, it's AGVA, which is a different union. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we would have to like clock in at like 10 a.m. I thought we had to be at work or maybe it was later than that because the first show was at noon and then we didn't clock out until like five I think um but you had to be there all day regardless of how many shows you were doing um you would never do more than two a day but uh it was still weird to have to like be at work all day long to not really do that much work um but it was fun because the people were really fun and yeah. so you just got to hang out with your friends all day and that's great um but the the rehearsal process, because I was the only new one, like, I just sat around a lot and just, like, waited for them to be ready for me. So a role I could have probably learned in a week took, like, two months. Oh, wow. Um, so it was a lot of sitting around, um, which did get a little, like, it made me very antsy to just do the thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, it, it's also, like, a stressful job in that, like... I don't know. I feel like we've all seen the video of, of the girl who can't get the, the dress pull. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's like, it's really scary. I was yeah, so scared. I'm like, sure. I don't want that to be me. And also because people can film every show. So if you mess up, it could be on Instagram two hours later. Oh, wow. And that pressure is terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, so I was always very anxious um, and, like, really wanted to make something perfect. And I remember there was one time I really didn't like a show that somebody put up and I just asked them to take it down. And they did. So that was nice. Because, um, you know, theater isn't meant to be filmed. It's not. Yeah, totally. Because it's live. I don't know. It just, and it, I feel like it adds a layer of pressure that we don't really need. Um, oh, totally. But. Yeah, and also singing with that dress stuffed into your back is so hard. Oh, it's I'm so sure. Hard. Everybody has back problems because of it. It's it's a whole thing. But it was it was very fun, and getting to do that song was a blast. And like, oh, I'm sure it was magical. It was actually magical. So, like, let's say you had like a show, then you had a couple hours and you need to go back on. Did you ever get to like leave the Hyperion, go ride like Little Mermaid or something, and then come back, or did you have to stay within that like premises? I think you have to stay around the pre- I think I know you have to stay around the pre- premises because if something goes wrong you need to be there to be able to like go uh, on yeah. um there so we couldn't like go ride rides or anything during like during lunch we could kind of walk around the park but we have to eat lunch so there wasn't like a ton of time but there was like one other building where another great part of the job was we got PT every single day oh and that's, that's cool. like wow that's the best yeah and they had all these pilates machines so uh you could like work out and that's what i would do between shows because pilates is so fun um yeah so you could just be there and then if they need you they'll just like radio the people in the other building be like oh someone's out you have to go on yeah i think it only happened once so but you have to be around have you always wanted to be a disney cast member 
No, that was never anything I thought was going to happen, ever. Um, it was very random. I remember, like, I loved Disney as a kid, and I think, like, part of me wanted to be a princess at one point. Like, who doesn't? Yeah. Um, but it just didn't seem... I didn't know about the Frozen show, really. Um, and And the only other show I could have imagined doing, because I hadn't been to Disney in years, was, like, the Beauty and the Beast show at Disney World. Yeah. That That's a it's great like show. It's kind of janky because it's so old, but I love that show. It's a great show. Um, it's so good. Um, but yeah, but it was a good fit. I mean, it's it's a really well put together show. Um, anyone who ever came and saw me in it, like, cried. They were like, whoa, I didn't expect to, like, be moved by that. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it's good. Um, so I was happy to be a part of that like something with incredible costumes and I think the only thing that was like this is a theme park was like we use tracks mm -hmm. but you know that's that's the job that's fine yeah after playing Elsa in Disneyland uh did you get the chance to ever see Frozen on Broadway I never got to um I was on the road when it came out I think mm -hmm. um and then when I came back uh yeah, I never got to see it. I have a couple of friends in it, um, and I would have loved to see it. I really want to see what they do with Monster, because I've heard it, but, like... It's great. I saw it on yeah. Broadway. It was awesome. Yeah, I would love to see what they do with that, but, yeah, no, I've never seen it. Rank... I want you to rank these three shows that you've done regionally from the least fun to the most fun. Okay. Rocky Horror, Cats, Les Mis. Ooh. Okay. Les Mis was the least amount of fun because it was a mess. <laughs> if I'm honest, it was a train wreck. Um, uh, and then, oh, Cats and Rocky were hard because they were both at Flat Rock Playhouse, and I love that place. It is the best place to work. Um, but I would have to say, weirdly, I would have to say Rocky Horror and then Cats. Cats was a blast. I think, I understand, I think with a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber shows, you have to do them to like them. Yeah. I, I was like, what the, who wants to do Cats? And I could never, I mean, I'd never be able to play anybody else but Grisabella. And um, like, it's an incredible song to sing. The people were amazing. And we did like a whole new uh, concept, like very modern dance, very athletic, mm -hmm. very different from original choreography. And we made it all up. Yeah. And it was, it was one of the best creative experiences of my entire life, for sure, still, to this yeah. day. I saw Cats at the same theater I saw you in Hamilton in Detroit. Really? Uh-huh. I saw it, it was like last September, and it took me the longest time to realize about the that there really isn't a plot to Cats. It's just Cats singing about each other. So I was sitting in there in the intermission, I looked at a friend of mine who I went to see it with, and I'm like, I'm so confused. She's like, Jamie, there's no plot. They're just singing about each other, and then she belts out memory, and then she gets back into the gang. Spoiler alert. But... It took me so long to realize that there really wasn't an actual plot. Nothing. Nope. It took me like no, a good it's year. So it's it like a me... fever dream. It's very strange. I can't believe... What's crazy is it wasn't like some piece of avant-garde off-Broadway. It was like one of the biggest hits of all time. Oh, and yeah. that is what is so weird. <laughs> it's just bizarre. It's it crazy. Weird. I forget what it, when did it came, come out. Like the late 80s, 90s? Something like that. 
I mean, that was a weird time. So yeah. maybe it does make sense. I was so confused. Like, I, it took me until, so I saw it last September. It's now, I like 15 months later and I'm and about maybe a month ago I realized that that came full circle about there's no being a being no plot so it took me four like not yet I kind of want to just to see how terrible it is because I hear it's terrible you should should. honestly I love it if anyone who thought it was going to be good was was kidding themselves like it's the cats movie it's not going to be good but it's (laughs) a great watch it's just great and a great cast yeah, yeah. And, like, everyone's really giving it their all, and I respect them, and I love Andy Blankenbuehler, obviously. I'm a huge fan. Oh, so. yeah. It was fun, but I think if you went in there with expectations of, like, oh, my God, this is going to be high art, then you are kidding yourself. <laughs> I have to watch it. I need to watch yeah. it. So what was touring like when you got to do uh, Legally Blonde? That was um, it's actually just... I don't think about that time a lot just because you know when you get older that it just seems like a past life to me now yeah um but i was thinking about it the other day and i can't believe anyone let me go on tour when i was 18 years old like that was oh my God. i'm glad that i did because yeah. i wouldn't be here to i mean maybe i would but it would have taken me longer to get here i think mm-hmm. um but man it was uh i learned a lot really fast and now, I was talking to my friend Stephanie, who was Angelica with me. I think both of us started really early, and we both had um, the uh, kind of the honestly the the um, the leg up of having older actors around us who kind of like slapped us on the wrist when we were doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, it can feel like very like oh my god, like how dare you? But that's how you learn. Yeah. I think a lot of times you you absorb that better from fellow actors than you do from directors or choreographers or what have you giving you notes. Um, and, like, my Warner whipped me into shape. I learned so much. I mean, haha, whipped me into shape. That's funny. Um, I learned so much from him, and he was very hard on me, and I uh, really appreciate it now. Yeah. Because... Um, you know, I've worked with a lot of younger actors, and I feel like now, nowadays, it's not as, I don't want to say PC is not the right word, but it's, like, not as accepted to, like, tell them when they're doing something wrong. Yeah. But, um, I just feel like that's how you learn. And, like, it's okay to be young and not know what you're doing. That's, like, that's what being young is. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that, like, part of being young is, like, not knowing what you're doing? Yes. No matter what business you're in? Exactly. And so going into any job, as a teen, I don't care how old you are, if you're 18, 19, you're still a teenager. Yeah, I'm like, 19. you know everything is, like, that's not the, that's not the way to go. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot. I messed up a lot. Um, but also, like, I, I didn't, I didn't know any better. So, like, I wasn't, I was being paid, like, nothing. And, like, later I learned everyone else was getting so much more than I was. Because I was a kid, and they were like, we don't need to pay her. Um, and the schedule was hell oh <laughs> but i didn't know any better because i was a child yeah it was like a new city like basically every single night which i could never do that now i could oh never. my god That's... and like drive in matinees and stuff after like a 12-hour bus day we drive into the theater and do a matinee oh <laughs> it only happened like twice but that's enough. I that feel like I would fine. need to go in the shower after a 12-hour car ride mm-hmm. not sing yeah, my butt was, off it was rough man 
But I didn't know any better, so I was like, wow. This must be what theater life is <laughs> like. Dance. I thought that was, like, what it was. Yeah. I'm really glad that's not what it is. <laughs> what was the best part about playing Vivian? Um, I will say, like, doing Legally Blonde Remix is, like, it just makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel so good, and... Like, even the the beginning part where she comes out underneath the hairdresser thing and, like, has that whole verse, it's just, like, I love that music, man. I love that music. It's great it's music. It's really fun to sing. It's, like, in a good place in your voice that doesn't feel, like, <clears throat> scary or, um, it was great. The costumes were also incredible. Like, I yeah. had, like, a Gucci belt and, like, these incredible... Fancy. Uh, the costumes were so good. Um, and then that one scene, I think my favorite scene to do was when... Warner uh, walks in on Emmett, no, on Callahan and L, and then Vivian sees it, but sees the whole thing and is like, Warner, shut up. I love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really good. Yeah, my high school did Legally Blonde my senior year. I wasn't in it, but I went and I saw it and I loved it. Yeah, it's a great, it really is a great show. It's it like is. It's how movie it's great. musicals should be made. It's great. Oh, they need to make a movie musical of Legally Blonde. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe starring Laura Bell Bundy. You never know. I would, I would see it. Oh, yeah. She's a superstar. I love her. Love her, too. I've act- I actually have met her and interviewed her. And she's cool. She's cool. Who was your Al Woods on tour? Nikki Bonnie. Um, so she, uh, I forget where she came from, but it wasn't, I don't think it was Brigham Young, but um, she was, like, insanely good. I think she called out once, which I don't mean to, like, tout not calling out as, like, a, a sign of, like, greatness because it's, like, not... If yeah, if you need to call out, you need to call out. Exactly. I, like, I'm not a proponent for, like, do the show at all costs. Like, don't take care of yourself. Um, but she was, like, incredibly consistent. Um, and I think she went on to... She was, like, the Glinda understudy on the Wicked tour and then... She was the standby for, like, all the girls in Bring It On on oh, Broadway. Wow. And I remember oh. seeing her in that and being like, whoa. She was so good. Her mm. voice is insane. I think she has a couple kids now. Oh. But, um, yeah, she was great. She was wonderful. And she really, like, um, helped me out. Like, when mm-hmm. we were in rehearsals, I stayed with her for a week in New York because commuting from Connecticut to New York was too much for me. So mm-hmm. I stayed with her, and she, it was she was very nice to let me do that. Prior to auditioning for Hamilton, were you a fan of the show? Were you, like, in that big fan army? No. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i very much in the camp of uh, not listening to a thing until I see it. Yeah. Um, and so when, it, when the show came out, I was on the road with Bullets over Broadway, and everybody was obsessed with it. And I'm, like, the kind of person who's, like, if everyone's obsessed with it, then I'm not going to, like, jump on the bandwagon because I'm stubborn. I'm the same um, way. Yeah, it's just, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm stubborn. Um, and I remember, like, everyone had A-ham hats, and everyone was super into it, and one of my friends, uh, Emma Stratton, was like, okay, if you're going to listen to one song, you have to listen to this song, and it was Say No to This, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that So that was the only song I listened to for, like, years, um, and I loved it, and I was like, if I ever go in for the show, this is who I want to be. And uh, who knows, one day maybe I'll... Maybe I'll go back and play Peggy Brown. <laughs> it's that I still—that's still my favorite song of the show. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, did, so when you were molding Eliza to be your own, did you watch any YouTube clips of Philippa Sue or any other Broadway Elizas for inspiration and in crafting Eliza for yourself? Um, I didn't. Uh, I had seen 
when I was auditioning, I saw Lexi on Broadway, and then when I was rehearsing, I saw Julia quite a bit um, on the road. So I didn't need, I didn't want any other outside input. I like kind of had an idea of what Philippa did from like just little clips I had seen, but I didn't like watch any bootlegs or anything. Yeah. Um, just because like I felt like I had enough to go on already and I didn't want to add too much into the mix because then I, I, did, I wanted it to be like incredibly specific. I didn't want it to be yeah. like broad or diluted or anything. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. So it was, it was like a mix of what I saw from Lexi and Julia and... Also, I think I saw Issa go on, and then uh, just, like, the actual historical woman, and then mm -hmm. eventually all that kind of shed away, and, and it was just my yeah my thing, but yeah. So, since Hamilton is such a successful show, and when you, and tickets were always so, were so expensive when we were on, to, like, when people were looking for tickets here, and every night every day and every night was sold out the news kept reporting another sold out night of hamilton another sold out night of hamilton here we go was it intimidating performing in front of a sold out crowd pretty much every night as eliza who's like the female star of the show yeah um <clears throat> i think for like the first six months i did think about that quite a bit um especially like you know i think every performer i've ever talked to or listened to talk has imposter syndrome like everybody's like I, I don't deserve to be here like what am I doing here mm -hmm. and that was obviously like I felt that way for a long time even up until my last day um and so sometimes like when you hear the crowd start cheering uh right before the show starts or if someone like tells you someone who's important who's in the audience it can be like oh my god <clears throat> like I don't know if I can do this but most of the time after I got past Helpless, I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm doing my show. Um, yeah. Helpless, but, I think, is one of my favorite numbers. Yeah? Yeah. It's very... That that one in Skylar Sisters gave me the most trouble, I think. Just, like, it's it's a lot right out the gate, uh -huh. you know? Um, and it's, like, moving... Like, if you if you really watch Helpless... She never stops moving. It's it's so it's so rude. Yeah, <laughs> she she's like moving. constantly running around. I just recently watched it on Disney Plus, and I'm like, she's doesn't Philippa doesn't, doesn't stop. And it's just so many words, and like you don't really get a chance to breathe. It's really it's it's like a deceptively hard number, and everyone's always like, oh my god, Burn was so good. I'm like, yeah, but what about Helpless? <laughs> was <Yeah>. it okay? <laughs> I like I like that number a lot. I really like yeah. Helpless a lot. Me too. And especially, too. like, you're moving around and the stage is spinning, so it's like, how do I not fall? And I'm in a long dress, and mm -hmm. probably, there's probably so much going through your head at that moment because between the stage and the moving and the dress and the people, I don't it's, want any of the ensemble members' boots on my trip. I don't want to trip. I don't want to, like, there's probably so much going on in your head. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, and then you're like, oh, acting, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, oh, and you have to act. <laughs> so what's the most challenging part about being in a show that's completely sung through with no dialogue? Um, so, uh, singing. <laughs> I, it, Eliza is, uh, I think, I've talked about this with other girls who have played her. I think she is deceptively hard, uh, vocally, because Philippa's voice is so unique and, mm -hmm. and I know in listening to her sing it, I was like, oh, she mixes this whole show. So, like, cool. This is, like, a whole mixed show. And then you go into music rehearsals, and they're like, no, you have to belt everything. And I was like, what? I, I was shocked. I was shocked and, like, 
it's uh stamina wise it is a beast and i would uh put it up in line with alphaba and alpha. i was just gonna say is it like like is it as a beast like alphaba because alphaba is like the beast of all beast on broadway i would say yeah i mean alphaba i think will always it, that's that's a show that i still can't believe they have girls doing that eight times a week they should have girls doing it six times a week but mm-hmm. um yeah it's uh i feel like a lot of eliza's i'm not going to speak for everybody but um it is it's really hard to maintain it's um the, the range is so large in that if you don't have like one section of your voice you can't do the show so um that can be very very stressful mm-hmm. um and like there were times i'd get to the theater and like think i had it and then like 15 minutes before the show like <clears throat> it would be like a matinee like a 1 p.m we had it was rude we had like 8 p.m saturday nights and then 1 p.m sunday matinees it was terrible yeah um, and so sometimes I get to those matinees and think I was okay, and then you're, like, but, like, scientifically, your adrenal glands have no time, they don't have time to recover with yeah. that little turnaround, so it's, there's really only so much you can do, and beginning of the contract, I felt very fresh, I was like, oh, I can sing anything, and then, like, learning what it takes to really, like, preserve yourself, and, and not push, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I've never... It was the biggest lesson for me on conservation and um, less is more and mm-hmm. um, just being okay with being a little quieter and being able to be like, no, I'm going to mix this here because that, that makes more sense to be healthy throughout the week. Oh, so, yeah, totally. Yeah. What was your experience like performing in Detroit? I loved Detroit. I didn't know uh, what to expect. I will say that theater was a little hard because of the we had to cross under and that is never fun. So instead of walking right from stage right to stage left backstage, you have to go downstairs under the theater and then upstairs again. Oh, wow. And if you have a quick change, it is uh, terrible. And a lot of people's knees were suffering there. <laughs> um, uh, but I loved my apartment. I always remember a city by my apartment and the dressing room. Um, I loved my apartment. It was where Olivia, our Peggy Mariah debuted, so that was really special. Um, all three of us were in a dressing room together, which is always special. Mm-hmm. I think like every creative came out. Lynn, I saw Lynn was at Lynn was there like a week before I was. Really? <laughs> I missed him by like a week. I was so mad. That yeah, that was um, that was uh, insane. They told us that day, and I was so mad at them. Why would you tell us that? I was like, why? Don't tell us. Yeah, when I was there, um, when I saw it, uh, the George Washington standby had to come in, like in the second act, and they made an announcement saying, the second half of the show's George Washington will be played by so-and-so. I forgot who it was. That was the first time they ever, in all of my theater experiences, they've ever done something like that. A mid-show call-out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember that weird I don't know it all kind of blends together but mm-hmm. um yeah those Michelle call outs are not an easy call uh I remember seeing I think I saw that in Spring Awakening when I saw Spring Awakening on Broadway I think John Groff called out midway through and my mom saw Sarah Bareilles and Waitress and she called out halfway through it's a terrible call to make mm-hmm. um I had to do it once in Boston and it was like I was bereft. I was so upset. Yeah, D. Like, Rossioli told me the same thing. She's like, "I mid show call out is a very hard decision. It's like one of the hardest decisions you ever have to make as a performer is when you yeah, have to call." Yeah, and mid-show. everyone's in your face being like, "What? What are you gonna do? Like, you need to make a choice." And it's it's a lot of pressure. And I get it. They need to get the other person ready, mm-hmm. but it's also like, 
I think actors, a lot of actors are stubborn that they're like, well, I don't want to give up. Like, but, and what if I can do it and I'm making the wrong choice? It's, it's, it's a whole thing. It's really terrible. Yeah. Um, I've never not cried when I had to call out. It's like a whole, it's always a whole thing, mm-hmm. but you know, sometimes you just have to. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to stay healthy. The schedule is crazy. I really think, and, and, and if anyone makes you feel like you should be able to do this, the schedules are crazy and I think that they need to change, but yeah. <laughs> do you miss touring at all? Uh, yes and no. Um, right now I would do anything. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, right now I should actually be on tour, but with 1776. So I was looking forward to going on the road with them again in that it was like five months. It wasn't like a huge long commitment. Yeah. Um, and, uh, not a lot of cities, but I do like touring. The traveling aspect is never fun. Like travel days and packing up are not great. Yeah. But I enjoy traveling and seeing, uh, seeing new places and, staying in I love like finding apartments that's like my favorite thing um and I feel like I've toured three times now so I've seen like basically every theater in the country yeah um it's really cool to see like what cool amazing theaters there are all over Mm -hmm. and and I'm so glad that touring is like still a thing and it's I mean obviously not right now but in general still a thing and those theaters are still being utilized because yeah. I can't imagine a world in which they lay dormant and so I'm glad that that is not the case yeah I'm excited for when touring comes back to Detroit and we have a great lineup for when touring really? comes back we got like Dear Evan Hansen we have Hairspray we have um oh my god I was just talking about this with someone the other day no Dear Evan Hansen is kicking it off and it's okay. like what the constitution means to me Hades Town Hairspray uh Pretty Woman oh nice 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 um, out of all the shows that you've done on Broadway, or not, you haven't done any show on Broadway, but out of all of the shows that you've done, which one would you like to do on Broadway? Oh. That's hard. I feel like I would have said Hamilton, but I don't know that I still feel that way. Um, just because I know the Richard Rogers Theater and they also have a cross under it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I feel like, like, if we're talking about all the shows I've done, I feel like doing Rocky Horror on Broadway would be an absolute That would blast. be amazing. Yeah, like a blast. And I feel like it would be very interactive, too. I'm sure yep. they would do all of, like, my mom would tell me about what they did, like, back when they, back at the movie theater. I feel like they would apply that in Broadway. Like, if, oh, they, could, yeah, if they could make the theater smell in the wa- at Waitress... They could definitely do something like that for Rocky oh, Horror absolutely. on Broadway. Absolutely, and they haven't done they haven't done a Rocky Horror revival in a very long time. Um, so yeah, I would be that would be so much fun. Yeah. I would I would see it. I think I think it'd be so cool. I mean, the last time I watched like a Rocky Horror version, like a version of Rocky Horror, I was like ten and I didn't really pay t- like I didn't really know. <laughs> but like I feel like if I watch it now, I'll be like, I'll know. Yeah. More. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What would you say is the most fun part about working in the musical theater industry? Um, sorry, say that last word one more time. Uh, what would you say is the most fun part about working in the musical theater industry? Ah, um, I feel like this sounds like trite, but I mean the people. I, uh, I've met like my absolute best friends through these jobs and I think a lot of times um, when you talk to people or 
like even try and like date or talk to people who don't do this a lot of people just like don't understand what this world is and that's totally fine and i completely understand mm -hmm. but sometimes it can feel a little um isolating and alienating yeah um and so finding people who understand it the intricacies of it that you do and like who understand why you're upset about something that if you explained it to somebody else they wouldn't be they wouldn't understand oh um, yeah so like finding those kindred spirits and being understood and um like s some of my favorite things to do is just like talk about like <clears throat> me and uh edred my hamilton and stephanie my angelica and olivia we would talk about the show all the time like we were in the show we were doing it eight times a week and yeah. we would still be like like why you think we do this here like i here's what i think is going on in her inner life and what's going on in his inner life and like how can we make this more poignant and mm -hmm. and you know the show only got better like every time we did it because of that yeah and um that is like the that was like the shining gold tier on my career that just that mm -hmm. like it, it, it just became so um nuanced and and wonderful and it was such a joy to do every night so that yeah are you one to easily break character on stage uh depends uh stephanie <laughs> um there was a couple of times when just like a little look in stephanie's eye and she would say the same thing to me she's like you do something with your eyes and and it like she would lose it and if she loses it then i can't i can't keep it together if someone is like laughing in my face like I oh can't. yeah I can't it's but hard it, it depends. like if it was like someone in the ensemble and I had nothing to do with what they were laughing about it wouldn't be an issue but there's one moment at the end of the show where Angelica and Eliza are looking right at each other right after Ham dies mm -hmm. um Angelica and Eliza were right by side where he died <laughs> and we just have to look at each other for quite a while um oh and there were nights <sighs> where we would just start like, it would just be a little thing, and then we would start laughing, and, I, like, our shoulders would be going, and I would have to make it look like I was, like, sobbing instead of crying. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good improv! Only, it's the only way to get through it. And then, right after that, we have to exit. We don't get to see each other until I come back on for I Rely on Angelica. And sometimes she would turn around and I could tell she was trying not to laugh. And I was like, stop it. I have so much more to sing. Don't you dare. And that was terrible. And then we'd see each other after the show. And then the next day, we'd be like, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not even going to talk about it. It's going to be fine tonight. And then it would happen again. Yeah. It took like two weeks for it to get back to normal. And it, it happened a couple more times after that. But, you know, when you're exhausted. Oh, like, yeah. It's just, it, sometimes it happens, but... I, I do really hate it. It's terrible. You feel like you have no control whatsoever, and it's horrible. And you don't want the show to be bad, and then you're thinking about that, and you're like, what if these people, it's the only chance I ever get to see it, and I'm ruining it. So mm -hmm. it's, it's all of that. What food can you not live without? Food. Does coffee count? Coffee can count. <laughs> yeah, coffee. I can't, um, I cannot. I need it every single day. Um... I've had people tell me, like, it's bad for your voice, it's bad for your teeth, blah, 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 I don't care. <laughs> I will, it's, like, it's an obsession. I literally have a coffee tattoo. That's so. amazing. Yeah. Um, coffee. If you could bring your favorite film to Broadway, what would it be and who would you want to play? Okay. It wouldn't be a musical. Okay. But, it could um, be a play. Girl, sorry? It could be a play. Yeah, it's a play, which, I mean, nobody steals this from me because I'm trying to write it. 
Um, okay. But, girl interrupted. I think someone is actually writing a musical, but I think it should be a play. I think it's better as a play. But, um, girl interrupted, and I would want to play Susanna Kaysen, which is Winona Ryder's character. That movie is incredible. I, it's a recommended viewing for everyone. Um, and it's just, it's just play, it's like written like a play. Um, and I think it's really incredible source material. And also, just like, the the state of psychiatric care in our country is is something that I think needs to be uh, yeah looked into and like blown up and put on stage because it really is a travesty. <laughs> Once again, this has been Hannah Cruz from the Hamilton Tour. I will see you all in my next episode when I'm talking to Bethany and Tezric from Diana, the Princess Diana musical. <laughs>